0: Hello, Sarah.
1: Hi, Kim. How are you?
0: Oh, I am so good.
1: How about yourself? Ooh. Oh my goodness. Well, I feel like I can't compete with that. I'm good, but I'm not like so good. <laughs> and I need to
0: get up on your level. Okay. Well, let, let's see. Let's see how we get there. So what, <laughs> what is your end of school year been like? Oh my goodness. It's been
1: so long, not since we've talked, but since we have talked. While recording, and I think the uh, second half of the school year really just swallowed both of us up for a while there, didn't it? So it certainly
0: did. Yes, we apologize <laughs> for not for not being around.
1: We are here to give a little bit of a life update and we'll have more episodes coming your way soon, but we thought we'd get you all caught up with what we're doing and we're doing a lot. So I, uh, our school year finishes up. We've got a week and a half of school left, which feels hard to believe. (laughs) And there is just tons of reflection going on. This is the end of my first year in a non-teaching role. Really, ever. And I did some teaching here and there, a lot of teacher support, taking over things, supplementing, but I, I was not planning for any of my own classes. If you've been following along, you know that I was the coordinator of distance learning at a local school. It was a, ended up being such a super cool job, and I learned so much about it. And the beautiful thing about this role is that no one will need it in the fall. That's the hope, anyway, as we, I'm knocking on wood and I'm crossing my fingers and my toes, but the goal. With this position was always to make it work until it doesn't need to exist anymore. We want all of these kids back in the classroom safely. We want every family feeling comfortable. And so I am really happy to see it coming to a close and a little sad. And the school where I've worked this year has been fantastic and asked me to stay in a different role, but I'm going to be moving on to a new opportunity next year, which I'll tell you about in a second. But first I'm vaccinated.
0: Yes. Yay. We're both vaccinated. Oh my gosh. Isn't that just like a huge uh, weight lifted off of the shoulders?
1: I've actually found that it has been a challenge for me to change my behavior, Mm -hmm. (laughs) even knowing that I'm vaccinated. I am coming back out into the world very little by very little. I have friends and family members that have the, you know, the moment they were clear, they kind of jetted off back into their normal lives and that has caused me a little bit of anxiety. So I'm taking it slower, but every time I do something that I wouldn't normally do, I'm like, I'm doing it. It's happening. I know, do I know. Again. <laughs> Actually this week at our school, we hosted a vaccination event with the help of the Blue Ridge health district and parents could sign up to have their children vaccinated just during the school day. And so I got to help with that. I was not obviously giving any vaccines but I would go get the kids from their classrooms and get them all set up and distract them if they were scared and walk them back to class when they were finished and so getting to see other people get vaccinated was it was even more magical like it's so exciting these kids have waited so patiently and have been real champs through a very difficult school year so yeah it was cool to see them yeah
0: yeah there's going to be so many um Uh, I don't know, touch points and memories and just things about this year that are going to stay with us. But I can tell you that it wasn't like the second I got my second vaccination, but my mental health, as far as worrying about COVID, you know, for myself or giving it to other, like that has just pretty much evaporated, which, oh, it's a very nice feeling.
1: That is a really nice feeling. I'm trying to think if that happened to me and i because I've been working almost exclusively from home this year, and because our school has been so strict with protocol, and because I didn't do much else, I don't know, I feel like my regular everyday anxiety wasn't that high, but the, my husband sees a lot of people for work, and so the nerves that went with him are definitely less, and if there's an oops, if I see someone and they hug me, or if I go to see someone and forget to put my mask on, like I don't have to panic about those things, which is really nice.
0: Yeah. yeah sleeping a little easier <laughs> yay yes Whew. well you're not quite finished but you're close i am finished with my first uh, year of the oh my gosh Canada. doctorate program <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay so if you were giving a yelp rating to your first year as a full-time edd student how many stars would it get
0: oh my gosh um I know that's so I, do I not be, I have that have question pro- with you beforehand I to do the pros and cons like <laughs> okay this uh, especially this past like I thought I thought the first semester was hard and then this last semester just really uh, was a lot. Um
1: You disappeared for a while. Yeah, I just, like, I, couldn't, just I couldn't.
0: Yeah. I could do. I couldn't do Which in fact, is we, part, have, we have an everything. episode we recorded that I still haven't got to editing because I just mm-hmm. I felt like I I was either reading or I was writing and those were the mm-hmm. two things <laughs> I had time to do, but, but I also, you know, learned a ton. And, you know, I think I talked about before feeling imposter syndrome and just sort of wondering about my place. And by the end of the semester, like now having gone through it and, you know, I passed, so I will go on <laughs> next year. as if there um, was any doubt. It's, I'm feeling more like, okay. All right. Okay. This is, this is, this is good. I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. And I think other things. So I, I, I've also had to put, you know, tech girls and other things on the back burner that are now coming yeah. back on my plate. And I'm feeling like, oh, good. You know, I'm making, I'm making some headway in those areas as well. So I think that's why I was so happy at the beginning of the episode is just, you know, I feel in yeah. a very good place right now.
1: Feeling like you again, I, I can really relate with that. The first half of the school year was I don't know if I was in survival mode, but the people that I, that it's my job to support were in survival mode. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to put all of my energy into plugging 50 different holes in the dam at once. Cause I wanted everyone to be okay. And, um, when someone wasn't, was able to say, well, that's not me. Every like nothing is okay right now, but I can, I can do my best, but as the year has gone on and more people have gotten vaccinated and everyone's gotten used to the routines and as weather has gotten warmer, my job has become less important, which again is great. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's what we mm-hmm. want. And so I have kind of felt myself coming out of my, of my little hole and being like, "Oh, what's happening out here? <laughs> <laughs> I hosted my first virtual event in a long time. I used to do a lot of story times, a lot of virtual events, a lot of like birthday parties and events. It's one of my little side hustles. And I had my first in-person story time since I think October last Mm -hmm. month. I hold story times at a local winery. They're truly wonderful people, Eastwood um, Farm and Winery. If you're ever there, it's gorgeous. And so I had my first in-person story time. And then last week I hosted, I moderated a really fun event for the Virginia Festival of the Book called Double Draw Dare. And the Festival of the Book team is amazing and brings so much great programming. And I have worked with them for years now. And so they have made the huge mistake of just trusting me and letting me run with things. (laughs) And, And so when they told me about this event, they were like, we have two illustrators and we know we want them to draw. And I was like, can I make it a game show? Can I make it a game show? Can I make it a game show? So it ended up being a very loud and obnoxious game show. And I had so much fun. It reminded me of why I love working with the festival, of the book and the center for the book and just how fun it is to do those kinds of things that bring literacy at just to surprise kids with how lively learning can be. I really love that. And so that, that, helped me to kind of fall in love with that again. I wasn't sure if I would start that part of my life again. And then I hung up and I was like, oh yeah. So I need to
0: keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And nice. we'll have
1: the link if anybody wants to watch
0: it. Oh, they I know. I see you, you posted some and... of the clips on your Instagram and they're hilarious. <laughs> the whole thing was just I
1: I don't know if I've ever done an event that has been that easy because the two Dub Leffler and Tom Engelberger, the two illustrators, were hilarious and down for anything. I mean, we met two minutes before the event started and I was like, you're going to have to sing. You're going to have to dance. It's going to be weird. I'm wearing sequins. Okay, thank you. And they were just so cool with it. They are
0: amazing artists and really, really cool guys. I just can't say enough good things. I look forward to doing more of that. That's awesome. Well, I am doing a Festival of the Book event on June 3rd. I'm moderating a shelf life with A.E. Osworth. About their book called "We Are Watching Eliza Bright." I don't think this is kid-friendly at all. <laughs> <So> this <laughs> is definitely for adults. Uh, the The main protagonist is a self-taught female video game coder, and so that you know sort of hooked me right off the bat. I'm like, "Oh yes, <laughs> I would like to read more." You know, I think it's it's got some. Uh, brings up some real issues that are and have been happening in the game, the video game industry, and things like that. That are this is why it's not kid friendly, but I'm still very excited about it. And if um, that is your cup of tea, I hope you will join that as well. I have the book
1: on hold at the library, and I'm very excited to dive in because I'm going to be there. I'm going to be watching, listening, <laughs> and all the things. I can't wait. The book sounds intense. Yes, but it does sound intense. Yeah, sometimes those are the books that. uh the books that shake you a little bit are the ones that leave an impression. So I'm always up for, as long as it doesn't
0: give me nightmares, is it going me nightmares? I don't know. So I, I was reading it electronically, but then since I'm being the moderator, I'm like, I need this to like write notes and stuff. So they dropped a copy off for me. So I just got that yesterday. So that's my yes. weekend, my weekend project. Weekend reading. You'll be mm-hmm. kicking mm-hmm. back with your feet up, reading your book. Yep. Yeah, because I don't have work to do. I don't have school work to do. Yay. Woo. So let's see. There's a few more things happening sort of eminently that mm-hmm. I'm excited about with tech girls. Uh, like I said, I had to put a lot of that on the shelf. But one of the things I was working on is classroom projects. And this is how I get through a lot of projects. Is I make them about things I care about and want to work on anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we all do that. So I worked on a process mm-hmm. for creating an online workshop series for middle school girls. Uh, reaching middle school girls has always been the most challenging group of students to meet. Not because mm-hmm. they're challenging, although sometimes they are, but more because they're just super busy. Yeah. Um, trying to corral them all at once is uh, challenging. And I really want them to connect with uh, female role models and mentors mm-hmm. Uh, Because that's uh, research shows that that's a huge, hugely impactful um, when girls, especially adolescent girls, have access to uh, female role models and they can, you know, kind of see the wide variety of things you can do with computer science and technology as opposed to just what the stereotypes would tell you. So I thought online, you know, we're we're in this time anyway, and online is a way that I can um, more easily reach girls and more easily reach mentors and role models. And so we finally launched that in May. And we've had a couple already and they've gone really well. And we are hosting one on May 29th. So I guess I will put this episode out next week. So we get this, (laughs) we get this (laughs) advertised. If you're hearing about this after, I'm sure it went well. (laughs) (laughs) But we're uh, doing something called, uh, we're calling design code and stitch. And it's really my excuse. I got this cool embroidery machine Mm. that. I should be able to, I I will be able to use a programming language to code patterns and things in, and then just send it right to the machine. But have I had time to work on that? No, I have not. So (laughs) this is an excuse to learn how to do that with the girls as how I like to do things. (laughs) Yeah. It's the best way to learn.
1: I can't wait. I'm really going to be kind of along for the ride for that one because I am not familiar with the embroidery machine or with the programming language. I love learning as the kids are learning and following you with whatever wacky projects you have or interests that you have. So I am super excited. We haven't done a virtual, I haven't done a virtual girls geek day or tech girls or teen tech girls event in a long time. So I I'm excited. The last time I believe there was a dance party involved. So if there isn't a dance party this time, I'm going to be very disappointed. You're you're going to have to bring it. It. That's your job. Uh, Okay. I can do it. And and sequins if you'd like. Obviously. I have one sequin jacket that kind of sees me through everything. It's my favorite.
0: So we also have, uh, we've had sessions from somebody who is now designing video games. Uh, they work in biomedical engineering and created these sensors that sense muscle movement and have been using that for rehabilitation. But oh. they were inspired by coming to Biomed Tech Girls and presenting there and seeing what the girls did with video games. So they now, mm-hmm. so this is Eileen, and she now created a video game to talk about empathy and use the sensor and, you know, bring everything together. And so she's been doing some sessions, which are awesome. And then a professor at UVA who does environmental sciences is bringing a computer modeling session and that's in May. And then we're going to take a break in June and then be back in July. And we've got some sessions lined up for that. So I'm really excited. I don't know. I I kind of want to see how this online format goes. I know it's not like Mm -hmm. ideal, maybe we can do some online and some in person, but I really feel like there's some good things from this online environment that we could take advantage of. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That sounds great. I am excited to hear how it goes in the virtual format. I know how wildly successful those have been when they've been in person. So I'm excited to hear about how they go yeah. with this new opportunity.
0: So what else we have going
1: Oh, speaking of new opportunities, I uh, mentioned earlier that as I wrap up the school year, I'll be moving on to a new role next year, and that is going to be starting in July. I am stepping away from teaching and from the classroom for the first time. I was thinking that it was the first time in my 10 years of adult teaching, and then I thought, well, I've actually been in a classroom probably every year since I was about five. So I'm just not going to think about how long I have stepped into a classroom in August and how that is my safe zone. I am very much stepping outside of my comfort zone. I'm going to be the learning and community manager for a technology company called Bird Brain Technologies. They create educational technology tools, ed tech tools. They have the Finch 2.0 robot and the Hummingbird, which is a physical computing device similar to Arduino or kind of with some things in common with Makey Makey. Um, they have a new elementary math product coming out. I shouldn't say they, I should say we, because I start with them in July. And I am so excited and nervous and all of the feelings, but I think I'm I'm really excited to support teachers in a new way in this job. This year showed me that stepping out of the spotlight of teaching and back into a more supporting role was really fulfilling. I liked it a lot. I loved the best part of my job, I think, was helping teachers solve problems. And I would, I would get onto a call with a teacher and they and just tell them how great they are that they didn't even see, like, you're already doing this. You're already solving that. Do you have any idea how incredible this thing is that you're doing? I really liked kind of being the hype man. And I think that in this role of teaching teachers how to use these tools and building community, I'm hoping I'll get to do a lot of teacher Hyping. I, I hope that I enjoy it. I don't know. I'm going to be learning more about social media and building community. I'm hopefully going to be participating in some amazing conferences. If you're listening and you go to any conferences that are technology related, look for someone with purple hair in the bird brain booth, because that might be me. I, I am, I'm not quite sure what to expect yet. The role is new. They're building it around me. So I'm not filling a position that already exists, but we're going to be learning about it together.
0: I I, I am so, so excited for you. (laughs) Like I just, (laughs) ah, I can't, I'm yeah. I think it's going to be great. You're going to be great. I think that they're building this role around you is fantastic. It it leads me to believe that they also know what they're doing. So that's good. (laughs) They do. They seem, I'm having a lot of imposter syndrome
1: mm-hmm. because this is not a startup this is an established company that's been around i think 11 or 12 years and they have a, a small team of very smart people that works very well together and through the extensive interview process i i think i'm their first fully remote employee because the company is in pittsburgh i really had to get to know the company and get to know them they wanted to make sure that they made the right call and chose the right person and so i definitely know how smart they are <laughs> and i'm a little bit We talked about imposter syndrome when I started this job this year, and I have learned and grown so much this year that I thought that maybe I wouldn't have it again, but (laughs) it's happening. Just like, it's a career change. Yeah. I am not, I, although I'm technically still on the margins of education, I'm working for a technology company. I'm working in tech and that feels very scary for someone with a music degree and an English degree. (laughs) Like it's, it is. Do you have any advice? For me, on how to handle this imposter syndrome.
0: Well, I think it's 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 healthy to have it to a degree. Like you, you, mm-hmm. you know, if you were like super confident going into this thing that you don't know much about, that would you know? I don't think that's the right way to approach it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think you, you know, you don't want to let it get the best of you. Clearly, mm-hmm. you are talented and smart and have so much creativity to offer and you know, and don't, and don't try to do everything all at once, basically mm-hmm. to try to prove yourself because, you know, give the, give yourself time to learn and grow and make mistakes, right? You're going to make some mistakes too. And that that's going to be okay. Well, you just talked about so
1: many traps that it's so easy to fall in is like trying to be the superhero right from the get-go, holding yourself to a standard that's too high, letting your anxiety sit in the driver's seat. I'm just going to listen to this clip over and over again as I get closer to my first day.
0: Then and have a support, support network.
1: Yes. Ugh. For the first time, I started working um as a very young teen. And so for the first time since I was probably 12, I am taking six weeks off. I know that if you are not in education and you're listening, you might be thinking, what are you talking about? You have summer off every year. And some teachers do kind of design their lives so that they fully unplug and take those weeks off in the summer. That is not me. And that has never been me. And so I have never, ever not worked for six weeks. I think my husband said it best when I first told him it was my new manager who encouraged me, you know, COVID has been really tough on teachers. If you can, and if you're comfortable, you should take a little bit of time off so you can come in excited and well-rested. And I told him, and he was like, you're going to make it two days. <laughs> he was like, I don't know. I'm going to come home one day and you are going to have started, you're going to be building like a chicken coop in the backyard, or you're going to have knitted me some weird sweater with seven like sleeves. I don't even know what's going to happen, but he was That's like, different." You-
0: <laughs> so it's not uh, your job. Be- so it's still different. <laughs>
1: I don't I don't think I'll be sitting still but I'm trying really hard not to make any plans for that time because I you know new chapter is new chapter so we're gonna we're gonna see where those six weeks takes me and then I'll have more details to share about the job once I get started because right now I'm just still imagining it
0: so awesome yeah and I'm taking the month of June off so that's also been my little light at the end of the tunnel now it's like right there oh you're so (laughs) close so close is our event the last thing you're doing before you head off it's the last eventy thing yeah yeah so that next week is when we take off
1: so you're saying that you have to participate in the dance party as well because it's your victory dance party (laughs) okay yes
0: you heard it here she agreed okay it's happening (laughs) I'll always (laughs) dance I just might not necessarily start it (laughs)
1: I'm great at that. So no problem. (laughs) Know your strengths, right? Like that should be on my resume. Starts dance parties. (laughs) Dances poorly, but brings A plus enthusiasm. There you go.
0: There you go. Yeah. Let's see. Just a couple other things I wanted to mention. And then I think uh, that would be it. So the other thing that I am super passionate about is, you know, helping more and more educators bring computer science into their Teaching and learning, no matter what other subject area they teach, mm-hmm. K to 12, whatever. And so the CS Institute is something I started with a colleague back in 2017, and we're running the third, fourth, fourth, fourth. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, I've fourth, been to at least three. So, yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be, again, uh, an online three-week experience, but we will have opportunities to connect live with folks, and it's free. So like you can't beat that. And I've um, also been researching. So part of my um, what I'm doing in school is researching the impact of the CS Institute on educators. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. So it's, uh, it's not just me, it's actually um, being impactful. So that's been very uh, heartening to find out as well. So I'm really excited about the CS Institute and hoping to actually grow that Uh, Like that is going to be a thing that I'm going to be growing over the the next years of my schooling as well. And an area I'm also excited to work with Sarah on because. Oh yeah. I'm so excited to be joining that now
1: (laughs) from the other side to get to learn more. The research you've done so far about professional development and what makes it meaningful and lasting and what provides an impact is fascinating. And I believe that in my new role, I'm going to be delivering quite a bit of professional development, both generalized and specifically for school districts or, or companies. And I am going to totally use your research. Like I'm, I'm so excited. And the CS Institute was already stellar, but I feel like it's going to be even better this year. And I, I can't wait to, to, I feel like I've kind of followed into your footsteps to like something that's nearby to education, but you get to impact it in a different way. And I, I can't wait.
0: And then we have Biomed Tech Girls. So that's the program for high school, young women in high school. And this is our eighth year. I cannot believe it. Wow, that's amazing. I know. And it is always one of my favorite weeks of the year because I get to meet amazing young women who are just so passionate about so many different things. Like they don't even know, some of them don't even know if they have interest in biomedical engineering or technology or computer science, but it just sounded like something they couldn't pass up. And then they get that exposure and kind of almost always link it to some passion that they have. So that is just yeah. it's so exciting to see. Plus I learn a ton because I'm basically just there, you know, getting the program set, but th- we're hosted by the biomedical engineering department at UVA. And, you know, we just, gosh, the things I've learned, we've done projects about diabetes. We did projects about virus transmission last year. Like, oh, oh my yeah. gosh, I learned so much. So, it's just a a really uh, awesome project. And that's another one that, you know, I've been doing these Tech Girls things for so long, and I know they're good, but we never had research to back that up. (laughs) A lot of, you know, the participants know it's good. I mean, like a lot of people do know it's good. Yeah. But uh, that's another thing I'm excited to actually get some research to sort of back that up. So I'm excited yeah. about that. And
1: we've had some alumni on the podcast before Nia and Noel, who we've spoken to in at least one episode
0: yeah. are huge
1: fans. And I believe multi-year participants in biomed tech girls. Well,
0: Noel was an intern last year and she's going to do it again this year. So, oh, so super great. excited about
1: that. So
0: great. So and we'll, oh, give her, well while we should we get her are, on the back on the podcast to talk about it. Yes. And while we
1: are um, talking about alum of the podcast, huge congratulations to our friend Cammie who just graduated. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it.
0: Oh, she's ready <laughs> like to go I'm excited, out and but I'm also kick old. some
1: butt, <laughs> change the world. So maybe we'll have to get her back on sometime to talk about her future plans because Cammie's another one who never sits still. Yeah. So you know that she has, has something good coming down the pike. So congratulations, Cammie, we're so proud of you.
0: And to all the other students that have uh, oh. passed through our lives, we're just uh, so grateful and so excited for your future endeavors. And please, you know, reach back out to us and let let us know what you're doing. Yeah. I've had some students
1: who have been bummed that I'm not going to be teaching in the fall. And I keep telling them, you can take the teacher out of the classroom, but you just, it's, you are always that person. So we are still celebrating you and thinking about you. And um, we want to hear about all the cool stuff you're doing. So please update us.
0: Well, is that, do we get through it? I think this was
1: a, this was a big brain dump. It was there's a lot to go through here. If you are still listening, congratulations.
0: Yeah. You did and there's <laughs> links to everything in the, <laughs>
1: there is yes. Lots so of resources. If, 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 if one little thing sparked
0: your interest, there'll be a link for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You'll be able to find it. Well, Kim, it was so great to catch up with you and I can't wait until we can get back to our kind of regularly scheduled programming and keep talking to amazing people. But until then, I hope you get to enjoy some time off. You've most certainly earned it and, um, get to relax and, you know, get excited for your next round, your next year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You too. Well, until next time
1: (laughs) tech, love and happiness.